0: Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell O'Gaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. I'm excited that you're tuned in today, and um, today is the final day of our Faith Refresher Course, and I trust God that uh, supernaturally you've been blessed and impacted by these messages. We're going to make all the messages available uh, for you free of charge and free download. I want to encourage you to just share this and get ready as we finish up our session today. Let's pray, and let's get into the Word. Father, thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive and together our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding will come forth through your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we we'll pray. Amen. Alright, so we're looking at the confession of faith. And we talked about this um, very strongly yesterday. Uh, we stopped at Numbers chapter 14. Let's go to Numbers. Numbers chapter 14 and verse 28. Numbers chapter 14 and verse 28. Numbers chapter 14 and verse 28. It says, uh, let's read from verse 24. But my servant Caleb, because he has heard a different spirit. The Lord says, my servant Caleb, Because he had heard a different spirit. Now, what different spirit did Caleb have? It's the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. The the spirit of faith. Listen carefully to this. The spirit of faith is a spirit that is different from the spirit of fear. Different from the spirit of the world. The spirit of faith will lay hold on the possibilities of God in the midst of impossibilities. I like that. I like that. You need to write that down. The spirit of faith would lay hold on the possibilities of God in the midst of impossibilities. Now, we said from the beginning and we understand that, that faith takes a hold of the will of God. That means faith receives what the will of God has made available. And what has the will of God made available? The will of God has made available healing, prosperity, preservation, salvation and all of that contained in the scripture has been made available by grace. So faith takes a hold of what has been made available by grace. Now, in the midst of contradictory circumstances, the spirit of faith acts differently. The spirit of faith does not go in with the, the, you know, the failure. Right? The spirit of faith does not go in with the sickness. Right? The spirit of faith lays hold on healing in spite of sickness. Lays hold on prosperity in spite of lack. Lays hold on increase in the year of drought. Glory to God. Now it says, but my servant Caleb, because he has had a different spirit and has followed me fully. Now I want to really emphasize that because when I have, a, when I you know have this faith conversation with people you know most people just feel like faith is a mechanical thing you understand that like yeah i need this i use my faith i get it i need this i use my faith i get it. no faith thrives in the atmosphere of fellowship i'll repeat that again faith thrives in the atmosphere of fellowship look at what he said here he says but my servant caleb Because he has had a different spirit and has followed me fully. So, we cannot talk about the spirit of faith without the spirit of obedience. You cannot be disobeying God in areas of your life and expect your faith to be fully productive. Yeah, obedience to God will put premium on your faith being active. You need to understand that faith does not work outside of fellowship. You cannot live the way you want to live and that you want your faith to be hyperproductive. It will not happen. Why? Because faith comes out of, faith is born out of fellowship. Let me explain this to you. Now, I have a couple of people who are around me who know me, and some of them know my financial capacity. Now, they know my financial capacity. Now, some people who watch me on social media and follow me might not know what my financial capacity is. They might make assumption about it. Now, if I promise someone, either like my wife or you know, someone close to me and I say, I'm going to give you this amount of money, if they know me, it'll be easy for them to trust me. Oof, that's good. If they know me, it'll be easy for them to trust me. Your faith will produce out of fellowship. Right? As you seek to understand God, as you seek to know God more, as you seek to fellowship with God, what's going to happen is that that word of grace is going to boost your faith. Many people try to act in faith without fellowship, and that's a major problem. They try to act in faith without fellowship. The truth of the matter is, faith will always work in consistency with fellowship. Hallelujah. It says, But my servant Caleb, because he has had a different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land which he entered, and his descendant shall take possession of it. So God is saying, Because he has the spirit of faith, and because he has followed me fully, he'll take possession of it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites live in the valleys. Uh, the turn tomorrow set out to the wilderness by the way of the sea. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and said, How long? Shall I bear with this evil congregation? Now, how how did the Lord call them evil congregation? The scripture tells us very clearly in the book of Hebrews that they had the evil heart of unbelief. Now, look at this. Unbelief is called evil, the evil half of unbelief. And it expresses itself by grumbling. It says, who are grumbling against me. You see, you cannot be in thanksgiving and grumble at the same time. (laughs) You cannot. You cannot be grumbling about everything. You cannot be wondering about everything and be in faith. You know, this whole thing about faith, we need to constantly feed our faith with God's Word. We need to constantly, every day, keep feeding our faith with the Word of God. Because if we allow the enemy to throw things at us, you know what's going to happen? We're going to grumble. We're going to, uh, you know, uh, see why this is not working, why that is not working. And that itself is a confession. You know that, right? If I keep saying, well, I don't know why I'm not getting healed. That's exactly one of the reasons why you will not be getting healed. Why? Because you are saying something. You are saying something. You are speaking something. What about if you decide to say, I thank God that my healing is being manifested. Instead of saying, I don't know why I'm not getting healed. What about if you say, well, thank God, I've spoken God's Word, spiritual laws have been set in motion, and increase is coming, and the church is growing, and the ministry is making progress. Instead of allowing the devil to use your mouth to complain and grumble and backbite and do all of that, why don't you use your mouth to cooperate with the laws of God and bring increase and fruitfulness your way? In fact, one of the things I've told myself to do in in, in the month of September as we move into the next month, is to make sure that I give thanks for everything. I, I give thanks. I want to be, be so full of thanks. When things are going wrong, I lift my hands and say, Father, thank you. I know that this can be turned around. Why? Because the faith of God is on my inside. Faith is given to you to change things. Listen to this. Faith is given to you to change things. Not to complain, not to murmur, not to gripe about things, but to change them. You can target your faith as a specific thing and use it to turn it around. Glory to God. Look at this. How long shall I bear? We are still in numbers. (laughs) Glory to God. How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who are grumbling against me? I have heard the complaints of the sons of Israel which they are making against me. Say to them, verse 28, Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so i surely do to you. So, your confession of faith will determine the life you live. Praise God. Do we talked about Proverbs 8, 21. Uh, a man shall be satisfied with the fruits of his leaves. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Choose life. Matthew 12, 36. You should give account for every idle word you speak. For every idle word you speak, you come into account for it. Praise God. Psalm 103, verse 20. The angels hacking to the voice of God's Word. And so if we constantly speak the Word of God, we're constantly activating angels. Let me tell you this. When you speak God's Word, spiritual laws are set in motion. Angels are working on your behalf. Things getting done. You might not see any change physically, but things are happening. Go with me to Luke chapter 17. We've been on Luke 17, right? Praise God. Come on, Are you getting blessed? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go with me to Luke chapter 17. Oh, God is good. Luke 17 and verse 5. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If you have faith like a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and be planted in the sea.' Now look at this, and it will obey you. So the Lord has designed that by the authority is vested in the believer, that authority ought to change things. And most times when things are not being changed, we found that the believers come under circumstances and they start grumbling and they start griping and they start whining. What's going on in your life right now that you don't like? Treat it like the mulberry tree. Speak to it. You know, people come and they're like, you know, well, I've spoken to it, but nothing is happening. (laughs) Something is happening. Glory to God. The fact that you don't see anything is happening, something is going on. And you know, they come and they say, well, it's like a, a child is trying to plant a fruit you know, try to plant maybe a bean seed or something. Plants the seed and goes and look at the bean seed and say, well, it's not growing. And puts it out again and plants it again and say, well, it's not growing. And put it out and plants again and say, well, it's not growing. Hey, little darling, that seed is not going to grow that way. If you want the seed to grow, you, keep, you plant it once and you keep watering it And you stay patient. Come on, repeat that after me. Patience. Say it one more time. Patience. Say it patiently. Patience. People don't have patience today. You have someone who is learning the basics of faith. Praise God. Eh, And they just want to... Yeah, I used it. It didn't work. Hey, come on. Come on. Give it some time. Have some patience. Trust God. Trust His Word. Glory to God. You know, um, I, I mean, I've got fathers and mentors in the faith. And sometimes I see the amazing result that come out of their faith. You know what it only does to me? It inspires me. If they can get to this level, I'm on my way. Glory to God. I'm on my way. I can believe that. I can start working in that step. Now, because... If I look at it and say, it's working for that person, it's working for my pastor, but it's not working for me. That is self-defeating confession. Glory to God. I'm already defeated. I've already accepted that faith doesn't work for me. That's my confession. I'll have what I say. My faith is productive. You say that all the time. My faith is working for me. I've got a faith project. My faith is out. And my faith is producing results. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Men I like this. I like this. I like this. I like this. Now, look at this. Now, Uh, where do I go now? There's something coming up here. I just want to see. Oh man, 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 man! There's so much here. Let me just let me just do this. Which of you? So it talks about faith. Man, there's something I want to teach. But the the spirit of God is pushing me in another direction. So uh, let me yield to the spirit. Okay, verse seven. He says, Which of you having a slave, remember he's talking to them about faith, which of you having a slave plowing or tending sheep will say to him when he has come in from the field, Come immediately and sit down to eat. But will you not say to him, Prepare something for me to eat and properly clothe yourself and serve me while I eat and drink and afterward you may eat and drink? He does not thank the slave because he did the things which were commanded, does he? So you too, when you do all the things which are commanded, you say we are worthy slaves, we have only done that which we ought to have done. Now Jesus was using this to teach them about when they serve the Lord, they feel, well, we're just worthy slaves. We're just slaves or servants that you pick to do the job and we have the job done. Now Jesus was also teaching them in this place about faith. And what was Jesus telling them about faith? He was telling them that faith is your servant. Faith is your servant. So, the, the, the role or the responsibility of faith is to get what you want for you. And when he has gotten it for you, you know what will happen? You can send it out again on another faith project. I, 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 are you following what I'm saying? You can always be aiming your faith. You can always aim your faith at something. Your faith should have a target. Don't just believe randomly. Have something you're believing for. And how do you have something you're believing for? Your faith must be rooted and must be standing on the Word of God. What verse of scripture is your confession based on? What verse of scripture are you standing on? What verse of scripture is the ministry built on? What verse of scripture is the longevity you're trusting God built on? And if you have a word that you're standing on, you can release your faith by speaking and trust God that your faith is producing results. Glory to God. Mark 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mark eleven twenty-three. Man, this is awesome. Mark 11, 23. I want to show you something here. Go to verse 12. I'll show you something here. On the next day, when he had left Bethany, he became hungry. Jesus became hungry. Seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see it. Perhaps he would find some, anything on it. And when he came to, to it, he found nothing but leaves. For it was not the season for figs. Verse 14, he said to, to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. So when Jesus saw the fig tree and realized that there was no fruit in the fig tree, Jesus just said, No one eats fruit from you anymore. Again forever like i said and i'll keep emphasizing because it's been big during this faith course jesus did not say i curse you fig three i curse you fig three no one, no he just spoke words now and you need to be careful of this and you need to get this your casual conversations have the capacity to produce so you need to make sure you're saying the right words don't say oh i don't know nothing good ever happens to me really is that what you want And you say, yeah, but it's the truth. Nothing good ever happens to me. Then why don't you start saying, good things are always happening to me. Change that. That's the fact. That's what you've been experiencing. But change it, glory to God. Change it. Are you still here? Change it. Change the confession. Don't keep saying, well, I don't keep understanding this thing. I'm not this. No, don't say what you are right now. Say what you want to be. Based on the word of God. Hallelujah. Say what you want to be. Let your confession be geared to your future. Come on, say that. Let my confession be directed at my future. I call myself healed. I call myself blessed. I call myself prosperous. I call myself, you know, whatever the word says. I am righteous. Praise God. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, let me show you something here. So Jesus said that. Now go to verse 19. When evening came, they would go out of the city. As they were passing by the morning, in the morning, that's the next day. You know what happened? Look at this. They saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. They saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. But Peter reminded Jesus, Rabbi! Look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. And Jesus answering, saying to them, Have faith in God. Now, Jesus spoke those words over the fig tree. The Bible says, The next morning the fig tree had withered from its root up. Now, this is what I want you to get. When Jesus spoke those words, immediately the words went into action. The ministry of angels went into action. Spiritual forces were released into action. Now, if you wanted that fig tree to be withered away, you could have done some very physical things, pour a chemical on it, acid on it, took, taken a bulldozer to uproot it or something, 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 do something dangerous to it. The angels did all of that. And the fig began tree to, began to dry from its root up. Now, this is what you get. The truth of the matter... Is that the eastern Jesus spoke words, spiritual laws were set in motion. Oh. Immediately Jesus spoke those words, spiritual laws were set in motion. And the activity of angels to get that tree dried up was released. Imagine Jesus came the next morning and wonder, whoo! Or in the evening, I said, Wow. I wonder if this tree will ever dry up. What will, you, what will you do? That's a reversal. That's a reversal of your confession. Don't always put your confessions in reversal. Immediately you speak words. And, and, you know, when you lift your hands and say, Father, 2020 is going to be our best year ever. And then this whole thing here is released all over the whole world and it's causing people to lose their jobs. You have to maintain your confession in spite of counter duty circumstances. You have to, because immediately you release your first confession. Spiritual laws are set in motion. God's getting to work on your behalf. And most times, we want to determine the channel by which God does things. No, when you release the Word of God, that's another subject for another day. When you release the Word of God, you be at peace. God knows how to get your answers. Don't tell God how you want it answered. You just speak the word, you trust God, you believe God, and you rest in the fact that God knows what you need, and He knows how to get it across to you. Glory to God. Finally, Romans chapter 4. Show you something here. Glory to God. Are you getting blessed? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans chapter 4. Uh, man, this is so, so good. Romans chapter 4, let's look at verse... Talking about Abraham, verse 17, As it is written, A father of many nations have I made you, in the presence of, who, of him whom he believed, even God who gives life to the dead, and calls into being that which does not exist. God calls into being that which does not exist. In hope against hope he believed, so that he might become a father of many nations. According to that which have been spoken, so shall your descendants be. Verse 19. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. So, the deadness of Sarah's womb, and the deadness of his body, his old age, were factors that militated against the fact that he would become a father of many nations. So when God speaks to you about something, He's not speaking to you because there are no... Contradictory circumstances around you. In spite of that contradicted circumstance around you, God speaks a word of hope and faith into your life. Glory to God. God speaks a word of hope and faith into your life. It says, yet with respect to the promise of God, He di- that means God can call this year your best year ever regardless of what is going on. And I'm believing for that. I'm trusting the Lord and I believe that this year is crowned with goodness and mercy and favor and the best days ahead of us. our best days are just ahead of us and in my own life personally i mean we got one of the greatest miracles we've been trusting god for this year in our ministry we got some of the greatest miracles we've been trusting god for this year from day one i set my face like a flint concerning this year and i'm determined that no devil in hell will cause me to confess negative things about this year i'm not receiving what everybody else is receiving Come on. I'm not getting what everybody else is getting. My lot is going to be different. And come December 31st, 2020, I'm going to look back and say, Whoa, the glory of God has overwhelmed this year. And the goodness of God and the mercy of God and the increase of God has been in my life all this year. So I say, well, Pastor, but with, with what is going on in the world, what is going on in the world right now can be likened to the deadness of Sarah's womb and the old age of Abraham. But in spite of that, by faith, the spirit of faith will produce a miracle in the midst of deadness. Glory to God, I preached myself happy. Amen. Verse 20. Yet, with respect to the promise of God, it did not waver in unbelief. So, unbelief is wavering. And remember what the scripture says in the book of James, the double-minded man will receive nothing from the Lord. Glory to God. But grow strong in faith, giving glory to God. How do you grow strong in faith? You give glory to God. Father, thank you, because this thing is solid. I cast my care upon you. I rest in you. I will not be anxious. No anxiety concerning this ministry. No anxiety concerning our finances. No anxiety concerning the sickness in my body. It's going to leave. I know the healing power of God is at work. And being fully assured that what God had promised, He was also able to perform. What God has promised, God is able to perform. Amen. This is just intending to be a simple Faith Refresher course, just stay your heart along the lines of faith. I'm praying for you and I'm trusting with you in the name of Jesus that this year is going to be your best year ever and you're going to share testimonies of the glory, the goodness, the favor and the purposes of God in your life. I hope you've been blessed over the last couple of days, six days, but uh, particularly we'll be coming to you daily with the word of faith. Um, this is the last broadcast on the Faith Refresher course, but I encourage you to go online. You're going to see our website and all our details there. Get online, get Get in touch with us. Get uh, free faith materials on our website. Download them. Listen to them. Feed your faith on them. And if you're trusting God for anything, we come into agreement regarding that right now. That in the name of Jesus, the blessing and the increase of God will be upon your house. Amen. God bless you.